Podcast Islamic Relief Schweiz. Gemeinsam für eine bessere Welt. Assalamu alaikum everyone. Welcome. My name is Dunya. Uh, I have been invited by Islamic Relief. Thank you for the invite, by the way, uh, to talk in this podcast about Ramadan and working out. Uh, so I am a coach, personal trainer. I'm also a yoga instructor and cycling instructor here in Geneva. And uh, I am happy to be able to share some tips with you about working out during this holy month. So the first thing is, can we work out during Ramadan? Yes, of course we can, uh, especially if you're someone who was used to work out before and you just want to keep up with your routine, totally fine. Just listen to your body and know that you might have to go a little lower intensity or lift a little bit less weight uh, if you're used to weightlifting. Uh, but now, for someone who never trained before, never worked out before, um, Ramadan is still important to get moving at least 30 minutes a day. So there is many, many different things to do. You can just uh, take the stairs up home instead of taking the elevators. You can walk instead of taking public transportations, for example. Especially Geneva, it's really little. Switzerland is generally tiny, so walk around, friend. Uh, it will be so much better for your mind and for your physical aspect, too. And uh, then you can do all what is low impact training. This is really important during Ramadan. I'd rather as a coach, instead of pushing you to train for your cardio, if you're someone used to train cardio, go for it. Uh, just listen to your body. If not, there is a lot of low impact uh, possibilities. There is yoga, there is Pilates, there is uh, strength training to really keep building those muscles. Not building really during Ram Ramadan, but maintaining your muscle um, during this month. And um, there is lots of social medias, videos on YouTube that you can find about different workouts that are low impact. Um, so try that and try to get that motivation that you need to move. So that brings us to the next question, how to get the motivation to move. So lots of people ask me that. Unfortunately, it's not something that you were born with or that you wake up with every morning. There is days with and days within. So. <laughs> The most important, I think, is to set up your mind. Set up your mind for success is a known thing. So you want to set up your mind knowing that by moving 30 minutes right now or 45 minutes doing your workout, um, you are gonna, um, you're going to be able to be more productive, more energized for the rest of the day, for the next few days during your fast. And um, it's something really important so yeah uh, finding that motivation you have to set up your mind and you have to tell yourself all the benefits that you get from right after your workout you'll feel also lighter you'll create more space into your mind and into your heart to have a better aspect and a better side on your spiritual um, side of this holy month so really try to focus on that and knowing on the long term that a 30 minutes per day workout will help you to avoid a bunch of uh, sicknesses, illnesses. It will really train your heart, knowing that your heart is a muscle, needs to be trained. Um, and it will also help for all what is joints issues or diabetes, or etc, etc. Um, so waking up in the morning and being like, let's go, it's not going to happen to everybody and it's not going to happen every day. You really need to push yourself through it. And that's really, I think, important uh, to remember. Even me, even myself, I have sometimes to force myself uh, just knowing that will be better for me, uh, the reward will be better after. 
Now, when to work out during this month? I've had this question many times. Unfortunately, there is no magical moment. There is like no special moment during the day where it's going to be easier. But there's three big times that are um, usually mentioned. There's the first one, that is, which is right after suhoor. Um, it is a good time because you have the fuel of your suhoor ready to go and you can get your workout done for the day. But you might feel a little bit like hungrier and thirstier throughout the whole day after. Uh, but just listen to your body and see if that fits with you. The second timing, and I think it's one of my favorite, is right before iftar, about an hour and a half, two hours before iftar. Uh, get your workout done, give it all, know that you can push it through, and then you're done. The only minus of this is that it's the end of the day, you've already had work, and the kids, husband, whatever you're doing at home, wife, uh, and so it's been a lot, and you need to find the motivation to really do the workout. And you need to find the energy for that. So set up your mind again uh, one more time about motivation. The last um, timing uh, that comes back pretty often is during the night. I personally don't really like that option, but then I know some of you uh, enjoy working out once they, they've eaten. So lots of people have iftar, then they go, they do their extra prayers, tarawih or whatever, and then they work out during the night. Uh, the only thing is working out at night will push your time to sleep a little farther away. So you need to really be aware of that. And, um, and also, as I mentioned, it's the holy month. It's a blessed month. For me, nights are more focused on prayers and Quran. But this is your own, your own option. Um, so these are the timing. But as I said, you have to push yourself because none of them is going to be easier than the other. Um, now, is it possible to uh, lose weight during the month of Ramadan? Yes, uh, we are supposed to be on a deficit, on a calorie deficit, so eating less calories at what we expensive. Um, and it is really important to remember that your suhoor and iftar as to our meals to fuel your body. Uh, you are not supposed to feast you are supposed to fuel. This is really important to remember. Um, I know traditionally we have those big tables with all this food and extra food and all those traditional fried food and uh, desserts. And it's convenient. It's, a, it's something like, I will say it's something social to eat together, yes. But we need to train our mind to control our portions. And I think that's really important. For example, let's take in our tradition, we eat like breeks or samosas to break our iftar. You eat three of them daily on a daily basis. So by the end of Ramadan, you've eaten how many total? Three by three by 30. So it's 90 samosa by the end of the month. Instead of doing that, it's extra fat, processed fat, uh, not really healthy. If you eat one a day, it will be 30 by the end of the, of the month, which just makes it really better. And um, know that the fuel that you're gonna eat that night is gonna give the energy that you need for the next day. So if you eat only processed food, sugar, fried food, you're gonna feel every single day a little bit, a little bit, you're gonna feel less energized, less productive, more heavy, your digestion is gonna get messed up. And so I think that's why it's really important to try to focus more on fresh veggies, fresh fruits, uh, more water, Drinking and eating your water is really important. Um, when I say eating your water means more fruits and veggies that have water contain, content. Um, and focus on 
complex carbs and fibers. I think this is the more important and proteins, of course. So eat of everything, but just the right portions. Um, suhoor is really important. Don't skip suhoor. First, we know that the Prophet ﷺ mentioned it many, many times, saying that suhoor is a blessed meal and uh, it does have lots of barakat in it. So try not to skip it, even if it's just for some dates and some water. And if you can eat overnight oats, uh, yogurt, fruits, um, eggs, um, you can have like whatever is fueling and try to avoid like the cereals and uh, the, the cookies, pre-made biscuits. I know it's easier and that's why I like to talk about prep, uh, meal prepping. So know already the night before what you're going to eat for your suhoor. Prep your overnight meal. Prep um, the bowl of fruits and yogurt that you're going to have the next day. Lots of nuts, crunch on nuts. That's really important too. Um, I'm not going to speak more about nutrition. Hopefully you'll have maybe a podcast about it, inshallah. Um, but yeah, I think this is really important to remember. Just remember that your body is just like a car. You fuel it with the right, is it diesel or is it gas, right? You choose, it's this or that. So you have all the processed food, the sugar, the fat, or you have the healthy food that you're supposed to feed your body with. And even Islamically, it is a sunnah to take care of yourself and to take care of your body. Um, remember that Allah gave it to you, but he's going to take it back. So better give it back in a good health, right? Uh, the way you got it. Um, I think that's all I wanted to talk about. If you have feedbacks, questions, feel free to ask me directly. And just to wrap it up and to summarize, to end it, uh, so the three tips um, to live your Ramadan in the best way is first to move 30 minutes a day. Find the right timing and the right workout for you. Don't compare yourself to others. Uh, second is to uh, create that space physically to empty out your mind, to be able to create more space into your heart and be able to refuel also spiritually, which is one of the most important things to, to do during this month. And third tip that I will give you, don't work out on your own. You have your family, you have your sisters, brothers, uh, moms and fathers, hopefully, inshallah, that you can take for a walk, be the motivator also for your family. I think that's part of the motivation part. If you don't have anybody around you, that is the motivation. So be the motivation, be it, and help others to feel simply better and healthier and happier for this month of Ramadan, inshallah. Thank you so much for listening and assalamu alaikum.